Welcome to Wrestling with the Angels, a podcast that hopes to encourage you as we limp along this life together. My name is Zach, and I'm here with my good friend and co-host Clint. And uh, we, at some point, we got to do this when we can have alcohol. Well, I mean, I can have alcohol. I'm off today, but you, <laughs> you on the other hand, are on your lunch break. Yeah, I think so. uh, I think my bosses might frown upon midday drinks. Yeah. That, and they would fire you, which would be, which would leave you very bitter. <laughs> yeah, more than frown upon. Oh, and bitter. Yeah, that's that's a great thing. That's nice nice segue there. <laughs> so yeah, this this episode is called uh, Cup of Bitterness, and we just kind of wanted to, I guess, rant or just uh, kind of open up about our own struggles with bitterness, and uh, I guess how, what what comes to mind when you think of bitterness or resentment? Yeah. I'm really terrible at these. What comes to your mind when you think of something? Because I'm so I have such like a analytical mind, I guess, in a lot of ways. So I want to know what I think come to mind when I think of it isn't really important. Like how do we define sure, the yeah. term? So I actually, you know, in preparation for this, I looked up the definition of bitterness, and it's defined as anger or disappointment at being treated unfairly, essentially resentment. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I considered that, uh, what really came to my mind is is all the ways in which I take perceived unfairness and and harbor resentment. Yeah. And so and in, in, in our in my context, it's hardly ever some just serious injustice that, that you, I've that experienced. You, right. That you were actually right treated unfairly. <laughs> right. Uh, it, it's something. It, and I, you know, I'm sure we'll talk about more specific stuff in a little bit, but. Um, it's usually when I think of bitterness, it's usually a sinful reaction on my part, mm. um, a negative reaction on my part to something that actually wasn't all that unfair. Mm. So. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's. Uh, I like how you in the definition you put perceived right. because I can just make stuff up to be bitter about. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, what comes to my mind when I think of bitterness and resentment? Are I had to think of it as an actions, because like you said, I've never actually been. Sure, there may have been times where I've been treated unfairly, right? But for the vast majority of my life, anything I've been bitter right. or resentful toward, right, uh, has been perceived. It's right. been made up, and so yeah. what those actions or exaggerated look, even. Yes, yeah. exaggerated is a good word. Yeah, catastrophized. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so for me, the actions that I have noticed about myself, because you, if you would have asked me three years ago, Zach, are you a bitter person? Mm-hmm. I would have said, absolutely not. I'm yeah. never bitter towards people. But what I've had to start doing is seeing that certain actions that I do are actually rooted in bitterness. So I, uh, I slander people. I gossip, and what I mean by that is just like when someone screws up, yeah, I'll send text messages to people, and we'll all right. laugh at how they, yeah, screw up. Or I'll give the cold shoulder to my wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, silent treatment. Those are sorts of the things. Those are the sort of things that I think of now when I think of bitter, bitterness and resentment. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And I mean, I, what's funny is is when you mentioned like the idea of slander. Like we think, oh man, that's a really serious accusation, uh-huh, right? Yeah. And we think, oh, no, nah, I don't do that. <laughs> but I can think of instances like today where I've, <laughs> I've observed something uh, silly or or I, that I perceive as as silly, 
and and then turned around and messaged someone else or or even just even if I don't take that action, just think about it in my mind mm. about like wow that person I I wouldn't have done it that way yeah that, you know and so uh, and then that informs some sort of opinion that I have about that that observed per that person yeah um you know that and that may not result in bitterness in that instance but it it, it often uh, it often can dude I'm so glad you said that because that is one of the biggest things I have struggled with for so long is just texting yeah about people yeah it's and, really easy to do because you're not in person you're, yeah that person's not there um, you know it's just it, it could be something as silly as like texting a friend about another friend and, and just you know yeah making making light of something or, right. or, or joking or making fun and I know how you you said that um, it may not involve bitterness there yeah. but something that I have found for myself is in trying to overcome that because I, I just I hated my I mm-hmm. would give in to guilt and shame every time I did it I didn't want to do it anymore and one thing I've started doing is asking why do I keep doing this mm-hmm. and inevitably what I with the answer for myself is that in some way I was fearful of what they might think of me that I might make the same mistake and it's some for me and I you know I can only speak from my own experience it had something to do with a, a, an inflation of myself that mm-hmm. I thought that you know, I was this great, awesome person, and if anyone else sort of contradicted that, yeah, that uh, image I had of myself, I am immediately bitter towards them. Yeah, what you just described is insecurity, right? Yes. Like, I mean, so you, even though you view it as, oh, I have an inflated view of myself, what it really means, what what that really is, is that inflated view of yourself is really um, in an effort to make yourself seem better than you are. Dude, that is exactly what it is. And so oftentimes when we respond in bitterness, it's because um, we think we are better than another person. Bruh, that is. And we're insecure (laughs) about ourselves, right? And uh, that's absolutely the case. Yeah, I I agree, that happens happens a lot. And and unfortunately for us, uh, and I, well, I wouldn't say necessarily just for us, but everyone, the people we feel bitterness towards often are people who are really close to. Yeah. Um, people that we're in really um, close proximity, uh, intimate relations with. And yeah. So, yeah, like my for for my wife, when I'm bitter towards her, mm-hmm. it's cold shoulder. It's silent yeah. treatment. Yeah. And what I'm doing, I've I heard this quote uh, forever ago. And it's whenever I'm whenever I'm being bitter, whenever I'm mm-hmm. being resentful, it's like I'm drinking poison, hoping the other person dies. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I mean that is, it. and when it when it was put to me in that way, I was able to see, oh my God, that is exactly what I'm doing. I am internalizing all this in hopes that it hurts her or whoever. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and, and I mean I definitely can empathize with bitterness towards a spouse. Um, and that's kind of just a natural thing. We're that's who we're around the most. That's who knows us the best. Mm. And so it doesn't do us any good to have that inflated sense of ourselves because <laughs> this is the person who knows better than anyone probably oh, how how uh, weak and how um, just not that version of ourselves that we are. Mm. Right. And uh, another relationship that I have that really is drawn draws out that is my relationship with my children 
And so it draws it out um, in a different way, right? Our spouses know how great we aren't, right? <laughs> yeah. Our children think we're really great. Oh, yeah. Um, most of the time. <laughs> the But then also, they often act out those worst parts of ourselves, mm, right? Yeah. And so... When my when when my four year old son uh, doesn't listen to me or does something that um, I haven't taught them to do, at least not explicitly, yeah. but maybe they've seen me do it. That's good. They yeah. think it's okay. Um, it's easy, really easy for me to harbor bitterness towards my four year old. <laughs> and we talked about this a little bit before we started recording, like how irrational yeah. that is. Um, my four year old is not deliberately teaching me. Uh, treating me unfairly, right? They're they're just they're just acting like they like four year olds act. Yeah, and you know how silly mm-hmm. it is, and then even in a marriage relationship, how silly it is to treat a spouse with um, with bitterness. Mm. Because here's someone in our instances, we stood up in front of the church and our friends and God, and we and we uh, promised to love them in every situation, and yet what are we doing in that moment of bitterness? Mm. We're breaking yep. those vows that we made. Um, and you know that may seem sound really serious, but sometimes it takes a, a an equal an equal exaggeration on the other side or equal yeah. realization to an extreme to bring us back to where we where we need to be. Yeah, mindset. And I like how you brought up insecurity because something that has helped me. So I, recognizing that slander, mm-hmm. uh, cold shoulder, all those things is a direct result for me. Like deep roots are bitterness and resentment, but also what I'm putting my security in is myself yeah. and where it should be is uh, God and how he accepts me as I am, how he loves me unconditionally. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so accepting myself is easier when I know and understand that God accepts me. Yeah. But I mean, that has been tough. Yeah. Because I want to be the self-inflated. I want that mm-hmm. ego. I want that image of myself. I want that. And yeah. coming to terms with I'm not that, but it's okay. Yeah. Has been a huge help for me, but it's also been it's been that struggle, that yeah. limping along this life for me. Yeah, and and I think we want to use the remedy to not not succumbing to bitterness and the help for having already succumbed to bitterness are the same. Mm. And that's recognizing you're standing with God because of Christ. Yeah. Reminding yourself of the gospel that um, when God would have been completely righteous and fair in treating us with justice, Mm. uh, giving us what we truly deserve, he does the opposite of that. Mm. He gives us what we don't deserve. He gives us grace. He gives us his son. And so a constant reminding of of that gospel is what both prevents us from feeling bitter and is the balm for when we fail, when we do experience bitterness. Yeah. Um, so it's, 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 a, it's a catch-all. The gospel is a catch-all. Mm-hmm. It, it um, both prevents us from sinning mm-hmm. and heals us when we have sinned. Um, so there's no reason to run from it or to, or to create that inflated view of yourself yeah. because God knows better. You know, and so right. he. We talked about that a little bit in our introduction episode. Um, he he. How foolish of us to to try to put up this image that we don't live up to yeah. because we're not fooling him. Right. Um, and he has forgiven us anyway, so we should then seek to 
not not be bitter. Right. Yeah, one of the and I think for me, one of the practical implications for the gospel there, something that I have had to do in order that I can prevent myself from slandering, from giving mm-hmm. cultural and those are just the things that I can think that of you right succumb now. To, yeah, well, that I can think of right, right. now. There are other, other things, things, yeah. I'm sure. But what has helped me tremendously is saying a simple whenever I feel that way, mm-hmm. whenever I'm whenever I want to do those things, uh, to simply pray for whoever's making me feel that way, to offer a prayer to God and say, God bless this person mm-hmm. in all the ways that I want to be blessed. And sometimes that's all I can say. Yeah. But other times and you often say that prayer through gritted teeth. I'm yeah, sure. absolutely. Cursing sometimes, yeah. if I'm honest. Yeah. Um, but it's but other times I can be more specific about ways in which I want to be blessed. Mm-hmm. That I can really be specific in my prayer for this person that's actually causing bitterness and resentment. Like yeah. God, give them closer communion with you. Yeah. God, give them a happy family. God, give them success at work. Yeah. You know, those are all things I want. God bless them yeah. with this. And what's amazing about that is that God actually uses my bitterness and mm-hmm. resentment to bless, bless someone, someone else. else. Yeah. That <laughs> only God could do that, right. you know. Yeah, I mean that's and this is sort of where we get to okay, okay, these are all great concepts, well, how do I apply it in my life? And that's a great example. We all know everybody listening to this has a has a specific Example they can think of in their life where they they've experienced bitterness towards towards someone towards an institution, um, and you know my challenge to that is when's the last time you prayed for that person or that institution mm-hmm. um, to to be blessed yeah. in the same ways that you want to be blessed right um, and for me it works best in the moment yeah. Yeah, you can't say, well, I'm going to do that later. You know, you just take, I mean, it's not like, you're not saying, oh, I have to get, I have to go into a quiet place and pray that. It's it's almost like a subconscious thing, too. It can be. Yeah. That I'm just going to sit here and pray for that person 30 seconds Mm -hmm. and and think of the truly, um, the the true ways in which I want God to bless them. And and then what that does is when you see them receive those blessings, it prevents you from sort of... uh, from harboring bitterness towards them because they've received blessings that you want yeah. because you've then prayed for those things and all God's doing at that point is answering your prayers. Yeah. Uh, so He uses those those answered prayers to um, to sanctify us as well. Yeah. Well, uh, thanks for the honest discussion and, and sharing with our own weaknesses. And uh, until next time, may the Lord make us a channel for His peace.